Before we begin, I want to thank the sponsor of Oil & Gas Upstream, Oliva Gibbs. Oliva Gibbs provides clear legal solutions to complex oil, gas, and mineral law issues nationwide. We believe that when we focus on serving people, good things happen in the lives of our clients and employees. We just happen to be a law firm. Learn more at oglawyers.com. Oil and Gas Production is the union of natural systems with advanced science and complex engineering. Smart people across the globe create this remarkable place we call Upstream, and each day brings a new challenge. This is the Oil and Gas Upstream Podcast, where we look at how these systems come together and learn from the people who make it happen. Welcome to Oil and Gas Upstream. I'm Elena Milkert, your host. Some of you know me as the former director for oil and gas upstream research at the U.S. Department of Energy. I retired from the DOE, founded a small consultancy, and became a podcast host. I'd like to introduce you to today's guest, Connor Dockery, product manager of SPM Oil and Gas. Hi, Connor. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yes, Absolutely. Connor, uh, as product manager of SPM Oil & Gas, a Caterpillar company, was previously with Weir Oil & Gas, and his education includes advanced degrees in electrical and mechanical engineering. So thanks again, uh, Connor, for for being uh, with us today. So tell us a little bit about SPM Oil & Gas. It's not uh, a company I think about right away when I think about production. Yeah, so SPM, uh, oil and gas, a Caterpillar company, is a, a leading provider of, of, of frack solutions. So we manufacture and distribute um, fracking equipment from anywhere from the end of the transmission to, to sort of the wellhead, and, and we provide the equipment for EMPs to go about um, hydraulic fracturing. Excellent, excellent. So I have to actually ask you about that lovely accent. Tell us, where are you? Where are you from? Yeah, so I'm from and then grew up in uh, Glasgow in Scotland. Yeah, excellent. I've spent the last five years in Texas, so despite that, I'm still holding on desperately to that accent. Uh, well, that's fair. That's fair. So how how uh, did you get into the oil and gas sector? I mean, obviously, we know about. You know Scotland and or sea and the like, and so. But tell us about your story about oil and gas. Yeah, so, so yeah, as you said, I mean the North Sea is a, a huge part of of sort of Scottish economy. But I went to so I grew up in Glasgow. I went to university in Glasgow as well, the University of Strathclyde, and and uh, thank you for the intro. As you mentioned, um, did my degrees in, in electrical and mechanical engineering. But kind of alongside that, my, my uncle um, worked all his life up in the North Sea on the rigs, so kind of very, very familiar with, with everything that goes on there. And, and as I worked through my, my degree, um, it kind of came to the point where I had to start doing some more specialisations in certain areas and certain industries. And um, yeah, it kind of just made the choice that I would start to focus on energy as, a, as that specialization with some kind of incremental specialization in the oil and gas industry. And um, yeah, that really stemmed from, of course, my, my uncle, but but also um, kind of, yeah, just how, how critical the North Sea is to the Scottish economy as well. Absolutely. So what was kind of like your first job in, in the sector, oil and gas? Yeah, so I came out of university. Um, 
and then kind of looking around and, and where I could get involved. I was really, really lucky that I joined I joined Weir. Um, I joined Weir on the, the graduate development programme and kind of a funny story. It was while I was looking for jobs, it was my mum was working and she had a, a new a new teacher joiner um, from a university recently and, and, and chatting to her, found out that her dad worked in the oil and gas industry and worked for this company called Weir. So I quickly got the tap on the shoulder. was like, you need to go look at this company, Weir. I've heard it's great. So um, I actually printed off, maybe a wee bit old school, but printed off my CV and my cover letter and, and walked up to the, the Weir group's headquarters and... And, and handed that in for, handed that in at the front oh. desk. I'm not quite sure they knew what to do, but luckily <laughs> it made it to the right person. And um, yeah, I joined their, their graduate development program. Um, and Weir's a, a, yeah, a historic, famous um, Scottish manufacturing company. So I joined them and, and uh, joined their oil and gas industry. And what was really nice is, is you know, doing a graduate development program is you get the chance to do sort of different roles in different departments. And I went and spent my time up in Aberdeen, you know, getting dirt under my fingernails on the shop floor to, to kind of project management and working in the engineering departments. And then as part of that as well, they require you do an international placement. And SBM was part of Weir Oil and Gas at, at that time. Um, so yeah, I went out to, to Texas as, as a graduate engineer and worked for, for SBM for six months and and I must have done something right because six months has is, is turned into about six years now. Excellent, excellent. And so so the SPM connection to Weir, tell, tell me, and then to Caterpillar. So, you know, Caterpillar, I know Caterpillar from my undergraduate work in soil science and its applications in ap- agriculture, but it wasn't really a name that I thought of in oil and gas. So maybe make that connection for us as well as the SPM. Yeah, so... Caterpillar is a, a massive company, of course, and I yeah, think yeah. you'd be hard pushed to find anyone who doesn't know Caterpillar. But um, yeah, they've one of their divisions is the um, is the kind of energy and transportation division, and as part of that, they have they have you know a very significant business, mostly in in kind of power generation, so engines and transmissions that support you know, a huge portion of kind of the oil and gas industry today. Mm-hmm. And they did at one point have um, a, a company that was looking to manufacture fracturing, you know, hydraulic fracturing equipment, similar to what SBM does. And then Weir's um, kind of strategic decision at the time was to focus on mining. And uh, we were really, really lucky that, that Caterpillar was interested in the Weir oil and gas uh, part of the business and, and bought us to really start to complement what they already had from a kind of power generation side with their engines and transmissions and um, look to really have the ability to offer not just engine transmissions, but all the other components that go into hydraulic fracturing as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, gosh, that's the heart of the work, right? I mean, you can't fracture rock if you don't have that power behind you. So that's of course. that's so wonderful. And of course, the whole technology has been wonderful for our, the United States as well, right? And energy security in general. So yeah. wow, that's 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 really great. So um, so then, uh, with respect to upstream and your engagement there. Uh, you know, talk about that a little bit, and also your role as a product manager. What what does that mean? Yeah, so so kind of my work as a as a product manager, you know, sort of describe 
my job and a product manager's job is that I'm responsible for making sure our products today are successful and that's successful for us and that's successful for our customers. And I'm also responsible for making sure we're we're planning and, and we're moving towards what's next. So the products we're gonna we're gonna offer tomorrow so that we can continue to make ourselves successful and critically continue to make our customers successful. So that really ties into and when I then think about, you know, upstream oil and gas and what that means for me that's making the commodities so the oil and the gas available for for the rest of the supply chain and we kind of click into that point which is hydraulic factoring as part of that and i'm kind of really lucky that you know with such a a widespread of, of of products that we offer and we manufacture and we distribute to support that hydraulic fracturing uh, industry and in north america but but also globally kind of making these products and we've got some great products in the product line like our edge x valves and seat which is new and then our fantastic 335 pump you know kind of making them successful and then planning for the next iteration and generation is really where kind of sbm you know alongside caterpillar comes in and and starts to uh you know make a big difference day to day in the hydraulic fraction industry yeah, yeah. So those those products are key to f- the process of hydraulic fracturing. So not yeah. everyone in our audience is um, a subject matter expert in oil and gas, much less in you know the aspects of uh, hydraulic fracturing and especially the power that you need in order to uh, fracture the rock. So maybe you can give us a little bit of, just give our uh, listeners a little overview of your point of view of hydraulic fracturing and then how uh, your work and, and your company comes into play in making it possible. Yeah, definitely. So for anyone who doesn't know, yeah, I, I strongly encourage you to go look deeper into it. The actual <laughs> operation of all is fantastic and it's been around for a long time as well, which makes it even more <laughs> impressive. But yeah, really hydraulic fracturings, fracturings all about, you know, providing micro cracks in rocks so that we can, you know, release oil and gas, you know, miles below subsurface and then kind of bring that out to the surface kind of safely really so it involves a huge operation to do that because it's not a simple process to drill you know hundreds of feet down and miles across and then pump pressurized fluid to go down and capture that crack that rock and 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 bring those sort of commodities back so to kind of do that there's a whole kind of operation and there's a whole industry that kind of supports that so it's the people that go in and and drill those holes is kind of the first thing and they prepare that for people to then come in and fracture it which is basically now that we've got a hole and it's all set up we basically pull all this equipment Sometimes it's the middle of nowhere in Texas or the middle of nowhere in Louisiana or Canada or wherever it may be. We bring all this equipment, all these people, we put that on side and the responsibility of all that equipment and all that horsepower that goes is to take fluids, so frac frac slurry, which is, you know, a mix of kind of water and sand and, and a few other things. And we basically take that and we pressurize it up to, you know, tens of thousands of psi and we kind of put that down hole and then we sort of we bring all the all the commodities back and then as part of that you know between sbm and caterpillar we provide all the equipment that go to these sites um to make that possible so things like the you know the 335 um pump 
kind of goes and attaches to a cat engine and we kind of generate the horsepower that then uh-huh. a fluid end will kind of pressurize that pressurize that fluid and that's where things like the frack valve and seat come into play where they allow that pressure to be created and um you know our other product lines later down the line like all the all the frack hose and and the frack um and kind of the frac central missile and things we all provide that as well so we're really touching every single point and providing systems and solution that allow us to 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 pull pull uh, oil and gas out of the ground wherever that yeah. oil and gas may be yeah you mentioned an edge project product i'm sorry what what does what was that yeah so our edge x consumable edge x okay. edge x yeah got um it, got it yeah, edge and then a big X is, oh, is kind okay. of how we've got it down. And um, yeah, that's really kind of, so for our customers, one of the biggest, they've got a few major expenses on site, but, you know, one of them is the consumable components of all the equipment that we provide. So as you can imagine, we've got, I always like to describe kind of hydraulic fracturing as like the perfect trifecta of things that make it hard to design for. We've got we've got abrasives, we've got pressure, we've got corrosion, we've got flow, we've really got kind of everything that makes it difficult to, to kind of make equipment last and, and where SBM's got some amazing people and minds and processes is in my opinion, we make the best equipment to last the longest and, and hydraulic fracture, you know, the most efficiently um, in the industry. And the EdgeX is part of that where it's a, a valve and seat and soon to be kind of a, a plunger and a packing um, consumable solution that really kind of goes into where the fluid's doing the most works, so where we see the pressure, where we see the slurry, where uh, we we see, um, see the flow. Um, and it lasts. You're saying at the, I'm sorry, but you're saying at the point where the um, fluid is going through the perforations and creating the rock at that point? or No, so this is all earlier. above the surface. Yeah, ah, so, on the surface. So where we're basically taking fluid and we're pressurizing it yeah. before we put it down hole, that's where, um, that's where so the edge is. So creating the seal, in. is that what you're saying? The seal in order the, for the pressure to build to be able to deliver that power that you need down hole? Yeah, exactly. So kind of a, oh. a frack pump and a fluid end, we sort of take low pressure fluid in. We've got some components that will then seal that fluid in a kind of central chamber. And then we've got a, a sort of big plunger that comes through and it pressurizes it down and then we expel it out the top, kind of at the pressure and at the rate that the operator needs. So the Edge X valve and seat and the Edge X products are all the products that either allow it to seal or allow it to pressurize within that sort of fluid chamber. Um, oh. And that's where you see the pressure, that's where you see the slurry and the flow and, and all those nasty things when you're trying to design. And, and we've kind of got a suite of products now um, that, as I said, we've used all the kind of the great minds and resource that we have with SBM backed by CAT. And we've kind of released some products that allow us to, to pump longer and allow the kind of total cost of ownership for our customers to be... Um, the best it can possibly. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm a subsurface person. So when I think about hydraulic fracturing, I think about what's happening at the rock face, right? Okay. The intersection of the well and the, and the rock. And I just take your part for granted. So I mean, it's not as easy as it looks. And yeah. then you said something about uh, consumables. Are, do those uh, valve and seat kind of get used up as part of the, like a single frac stage or for the whole job or what, how does that work? 
Yeah, so it kind of depends on the consumable, and it sometimes depends on the job. But yeah, they they change very frequently, and it's a lot of the mana is um, for our customers is is you know revolving around kind of pulling pumps out of line and changing the consumables and and bringing it back in. So it's a big operational toll and a big you know capex toll as well. So. With the Edge X valve and seat, and especially our Edge X seat, our Edge X carbide seat, um, we're basically looking to make this equipment last longer without kind of putting more money on the bottom line. So, um, yeah, so they have to get into it less often, which is good because they can keep pumping longer and harder without brakes, um, which, you know, improves efficiencies, uh, improves safety because you're not constantly jumping into equipment and it's got a whole host of benefits to our customers um, that we're seeing them see from kind of running EdgeX and also kind of running our, our other products, especially with the kind of 335 that's really, you know, proving its durability out in the field right now. But, um, yeah, the consumables are really the one that catch a lot of the attention because they're constantly the one being replaced. So... With our EdgeX, we're providing equipment that will, will last that bit longer and allow them to pump that bit harder and, and that bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I take that part for granted that it's going to be there, but it doesn't It doesn't just show up. I mean, oh. you really have to work on it. Yeah, what and we're probably the same on the surface. We take everything below the surface for granted as well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so it's a team effort, right? Yeah. You've got to have them both. got to work together. Yeah. So, um, so those are some of the products that you have in terms of creating the seal, creating the pressure, and the like. Are there other products in that arena that that you haven't talked about? I mean, I'm just—it's a lot harder than it looks. I'm being very impressed by all of the moving parts to create that. Are there some other pieces that I should know about that, like the pumps themselves? Are those part of the equation? Yeah, and, definitely. So. Kind of all the equipment that handles pressure is important, you know. Um, so, kind of we've talked about EdgeX, you know, consumables product line that's improving life, and we take that mentality. How do we best provide products that help our customers to be successful in a variety of metrics, and we kind of expand that throughout the full frac site. As I said with SBM, we touch everything from the transmission right the way down to sort of the wellhead. So we're touching our customers' operations right the way through. So that mindset about how do we make how do we make their job better and their lives easier and how do we make them successful kind of flows all the way through. And one of the you know the key products that is having a huge impact for a lot of our customers now is our kind of three three five um, pump and especially our power end where we've made some huge strides in kind of how we design and manufacture that that power end to, to kind of improve durability, to improve reliability, to improve longevity. Um, and we've kind of gone from what was a more historical way of manufacturing power ends to something a bit more innovative today where we've got sort of a, a single piece frame um, that's uh, really having huge benefits. And then, of course, we've got all our, our flow solutions that once it's all pressurized up and the power is driven in, brings it safely to the wellhead as well, making kind of that last longer. So, um, yeah, we've, we're touching everything and, and really, I believe, making a difference to, to kind of our customer's operation overall. Right, right. Well, being on the equipment side for most of your career, right, that's that's the arena that you're in in terms of uh, the oil and gas sector. So have you seen some changes in technology that have made it, you know, possible to 
to get to this point, I mean, we started out with only vertical fracks, yeah. and now we've gone to horizontal, and now the horizontal leg is, you know, miles and miles, right? I mean, yeah. it's very long, and so that means the further out you go, the more pressure you need at the surfaces in order just to get the fluid out there, yeah. much less to have enough power behind it to be able to fracture the rock. So what are some of the, the things that, you know, we don't know, and <laughs> which I don't know much about the surface, and what we don't know about the changes over time that, that make hydraulic fracturing possible. It's not just the science, but it's the technology. Yeah, and those think, you know, and kind of what excites me about kind of the work I do and the company I work for and the industry I work in, it's, it's, all, it's all the people that back those changes, right? And I think what is amazing about kind of upstream oil and gas is that it's, you know, it's, it's so dynamic and there's so many fantastic people that are involved with great levels of expertise and knowledge and creativity that makes all this happen. And as you say, one of the, the interesting things is that, you know, it's constantly evolving what we need to do as you mm -hmm. said you know now we go deeper we go longer um into the rock we want our you know our jobs to last longer we want to do them faster we want all these things to be constantly better and the technology's got to facilitate that right you know we all want to do it perfectly mm -hmm. every time and the technology is responsible for making that happen and what's really really cool about the industry you know i'm involved in is there's all these people making that a reality in the background and it's kind of those people especially you know some of the amazing minds i work with within sbm and, and caterpillar that that make these kind of technology changes happen so i think when i think about where that technology is going you know you could i could probably eat up your next week talking about all the different <laughs> individual technologies Just give us a little tidbit here. Yeah. <laughs> But I think where we're really kind of making our kind of big strides is how do we make our commitment last longer reliably? And I think that's what really matters to our customers. And one of the things we talk about a lot is, yeah, we can make one piece last twice as long, but we need to make every piece last twice as long. And I think that's where, and I've talked about it a couple of times already, especially, you know, the EdgeX valve and seat and the EdgeX consumables the 335 power end we're really saying right and we're taking it to the next level in terms of performance but we're dragging reliability along with it because that's key to the whole thing and um i think those two technologies and are really kind of underpinning some of the stuff that the SBM's doing to kind of improve our, our customers and, and also i think kind of improving kind of the industry as well and and stepping up to the plate to match all those ever-increasing operational demands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Energy security is something that's fundamental to um, everyone and uh, all over the world. And being able to have the energy you need when you need it in the way that you need it is, is core. And so it's this whole chain of things that have to happen in order yeah. for us to have that energy. And hydraulic fracturing is certainly front and center to at least the United States and how we yeah. have been um, able to have a, an element of energy security. Um, I was uh, in school during the time of the um, embargo in the United States, 1970s, and the gasoline lines, and there's nothing that makes you feel more vulnerable than not be able to get to where you need to go when you need to go, right? Those yeah. kinds of things. And um, while you know, some of it's for pleasure, much of it is for necessity, and so energy is really critical. So the hydraulic fracturing is just really 
been a, a great blessing to the United States. All that technology and all that, you know, all that capability. Yeah. So thank you for everything that you do in that in that arena. There's um, that's you know so excited and and you're excited about it too. I could tell. That's very exciting. Yeah. Does your organization have like a research arm or a entity? Is that who the people you were talking about who are visionaries? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, definitely. I mean, sort of as you know, equipment designers and manufacturers, you know, research and development's a, a key a key point or almost so, you know, research and development engineering is very much a, a kind of nexus to kind of all the, the other things we do. So, yeah, we have a fantastic um, research and development team backed by an amazing research and development facility in Fort Worth and, um We've also got some fantastic expertise as well up with uh, with Caterpillar. Now that we're part of that that larger family based up in Peoria and around the world, quite honestly, that um, are constantly looking on how we make each bit or material or design or technology better. Um, and then what's really cool about kind of oil and gas and um, for me is that you know you've got this great idea and. When you think about hydraulic fracturing itself, it kind of um, is a bit of a crazy idea with what you're doing every day. You know, you've got you know these people that are going out and proving and evaluating these ideas. Some of them crazy ideas, and then you've got a whole stream of people and a whole team of people that take that idea and, and make it a reality. Um, so yeah, I'm very very lucky at SBM especially um, that I get to work with great teams of people like that every day. That are constantly and that makes it fun. And that's why I get so excited, I guess, because I get to go and share in all these crazy ideas and make them happen for our customers with some cool people. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're almost at the end of our time, but I don't want to cut off any any stories you might have that you want to share with us. Uh, is there no. something you want to share? Yeah, I think the, the last thing is, you know, I've talked uh, a lot about, um, you know, all the excitement that goes on within kind of the upstream and, and especially within hydraulic fracturing and, you know, SBM and Caterpillar are, are constantly out meeting our customers and, and meeting kind of our, our industry peers. And we're going to be at Adepec and we're going to be at the Permian Basin Oil Show um, in the next couple of months. So if you'd like to come out and, and speak more and, and learn more and um, kind of allow us to, to demonstrate all the cool stuff we're doing, um, we'll be there and we, we look forward to seeing and meeting you. That's great. That's great. Well, Connor Doherty of SPM Oil and Gas. Thank you so much for being our guest today and sharing all about your contributions to oil and gas upstream, especially hydraulic fracturing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Please give us a review and tell us what you'd like to hear more about in future podcasts. This is Elena Melkert, your host for Oil and Gas Upstream. More next time. Join us again next week on the Oil & Gas Upstream Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. To learn more, go to OGGN.com.